Hey, um, it's been a little bit since, since I've talked to you. Uh, what's up? Everything just fucking sucks to do. Everything sucks just to do. Uh, why does everything suck just to do? So for those of you that don't know, I fucking dislocated and broke my elbow two weeks ago. That's where I've been. I've been healing. Or I'm trying uh, to heal is where I've been. And it fucking sucks. So, uh, yeah, I was roller skating. I wasn't doing anything goddamn fancy. I was, I'd been skating with my friends for like 45 minutes to an hour. I tried to start this um, Saturday group where I wanted people to, I'd put on Insta. I'm like, hey, who's down to just meet up Saturday mornings at the rink? Because I realized it was open and available these days. I'm like, fuck it, it's a skating rink. Let's reclaim it, right? And I don't like to skate alone. I mean, whether it's my friends or not, if I knew I was going to where there was a group of skaters were going to be, cool, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So met up last Saturday, two weeks ago, Saturday, day before my birthday. Uh, a couple of girlfriends were there at the rink I was meeting up with. A handful of other girls showed up, which was cool, like about half an hour, 45 minutes after I got there. And then, like I said, I was, I, I'd been skating for probably about at least 45 minutes and I was doing nothing in particular. I was just skating over to the wall to go, like my phone was sitting on the wall because it was playing music from my speaker and my water was over there and some friends were sitting there, whatever. And my feet just got tripped up underneath me and I fell forward and I put my left forearm out to brace my fall, which was the worst thing to do. You're actually just supposed to like fetal position, take the fucking fall, which I forgot because it's been a lot. I mean, the first, I've fallen a couple of times since I put my skates back on, but luckily the like one, they weren't bad. And one of them, I remember going, oh, just fall to your, I knew I was tripping. And I said, oh, just fall to your knees because that's where my knee pads are. And that's what I did. I was not wearing elbow pads. I was wearing wrist guards and knee and knee guards. I was not wearing elbow pads. So I tripped, I fell. I, uh, I put my left forearm out to brace me. And as soon as I hit the ground, I knew I fucked up something. I knew something was broken. I'm just like looking at my arm, just going, please bone, just don't bust through the skin or else I'm going to puke. <laughs> Can't hear you at all. <laughs> nope. Can't hear you at all. <laughs> What'd you do? I saw you muted it because you were coughing or something, but now you can't unmute. It says you're muted and now it says you're not. And I can't hear you. And we're back. Hey, everybody. I can hear you now. Were you trying to say something? Um, yeah, I, I was. I was trying to comment on or trying to ask. So as you fell, you said you you felt you knew something was up. Oh, how, I knew as soon as I hit the ground, I knew I fucked it up. How how bad was that pain? I was either gonna pass out or puke, but I didn't do either. So wow. luckily, my friends were there, and the place we skate is two blocks from a hospital. So I'm like, don't call an ambulance. Yeah, <laughs> I said, here's the keys to my car. Just take me over there, you know, drop yeah. my ass off the emergency. Luckily, I had two friends there. One of them is like a physical therapist. Uh-huh. And she was great because like I was like. I was I laid on the ground, I tried to get up, and as soon as I got tried to like sit up, I was like, nope. And I just rolled back over on the ground oh. and then my friends took all my gear off, my skates off for me. And then like. I said, I need to sit up, but I need someone to like grab my sweatshirt and make a sling for my arm or something like that. Cause I didn't okay. want to move my arm. And uh, she's like, sling's not going to work here. Take my shirt. And she's like, I'm like, 
Ooh, I need to lay down. I don't feel good. She goes, okay, you can lay down, but I need you to keep your eyes open and keep talking to me. Like she walked me through the whole fucking thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm either going to puke or pass out. She goes, it's from the pain. We need to get you to the hospital so we can get you on some pain meds. She goes, um, but she's like, but I need you to keep talking to me. She did really good. Her and her, her and her husband stayed to the hospital the whole time and ended up like driving me home. Wow. Like, yeah, she took my hard car home and her husband followed me. And then, and then one of my other girlfriends actually stayed in, that lives in slow stayed in the hospital with me the whole time. Wow. Um, but it was like, this is exactly why I wanted to start that skate group because if I had fallen by myself yep, and everyone's like, well, don't you usually have your phone on you? Well, usually, but in this case, my phone was sitting on the bench by the speaker, which was probably a good five or six feet away from me. Yeah. And I would have had to make it to, to I would have had to gather up all my shit. You know, I yeah. mean, it's just like, no, oh. this is why I don't like, this is why I don't want to skate alone. You know, I'm, I'm really glad that, th- that people were there. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, and I hope they, you know, I, I, I hadn't checked in, but I hope they didn't stop skating and meeting up because I'm just like, you know, this is again, this is exactly why I won't go skate alone. You know, yeah. Not like I'm afraid of being kidnapped. I'm afraid I'm going to fucking well that and I'm going to fucking hurt myself. <laughs> and be fucked, you know, you should like, always be worried about being kidnapped. I'm a grown ass yeah. man and I'm worried about being kidnapped. <laughs> but, but, you know, they're yeah. just going to drop me back off anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you're okay. So what what condition is your arm currently in after two weeks? So uh, I went and saw a, uh, an orthopedic surgeon like, uh, you know, a couple of days after. So the, the whole spirit of the hospital, I have to say, was really great. The emergency, they were really good. Uh, the doctors are great. Got me in and out. Although I have to say, like, I remember they when I was sitting there. I walked in there and my friend goes, I have a brand new N95 mask for you in my car. I'm like, cool. So she put it on me. They they get me to the hospital and they're like, sorry, we got to put the ma- this mask on you also. All right, she fine. Had, so it's a double mask. Yeah, because they were they could have I could have taken the other one off if I wanted. I'm like, just put it on. Yeah. I, and I don't give a shit. But I'm actually glad I did because after like the first they had to wheel me over to the check-in and I had to give them all my info while I'm sitting there and they're totally in pain. Um, and then I'm like, Okay, what are we waiting for? She's like, I'm just waiting for a nurse to come get you. The nurse comes and gets me, and she's wheeling me to like a bed or something. And she stops halfway and she's talking to another nurse. And I could hear her going, Yeah, the baby out front was positive. That guy over there in the bed positive. That guy over there is positive. Oh. And I was like, Ah, son of a bitch, you know. But I was like, I was double masked the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so, like this shit is fine. not coming off. Yeah. And I have to say that, um, you know, I knew my arm needed to be x rayed. When you're in the ER, and I've never had this happen before, they brought the x-ray machine to me. I was like, oh, get the fuck out. I thought I was going to have to go fucking somewhere else. Right. Down some long-ass journey, you know? Yeah. Like three, I was really three impressed doors with down everything. the hall, and somebody's using it right now, so you have to right. come back to this room. And yeah. <laughs> I was I really impressed with everything. Um, I went and got, I went and saw this um, on, uh, orthologist who, uh, I, I went, um, I went to this doc guy when I went to go see my hands about my arthritis. Uh-huh. So the fucking the ER is like, here, call this, call this guy on Monday and get an appointment and go see him. You're probably going to need surgery because apparently when you get older and because they said your elbows in the ER, they said your elbows dislocated and fractured Oof. and you're probably going to need surgery because when you get our age and you fracture anything at that point, they're just going to put a plate in it because they just don't want you to break it again now because our bones are old and brittle. Fuck getting old socks. Yep. Cause my mom's like, Oh yeah, they did that. When I broke my wrist, I got a plate in there and blah, 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 you know? And, and I was told that's mostly, but anyway, what happened when I went and saw the, the fucking doctor that they gave me, 
I called him Monday morning and the girl answers the phone. It was like eight o'clock. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, the person who handles the ER referrals doesn't come until 830. So leave her message. I'm like, fine. So I left her message. And then I ended up calling my doctor and getting a referral. It's like, oh, I've been to this guy before. OK, cool, whatever. Called that guy. And they're like, oh, he's actually not available because he was going on vacation. I'm like, was anybody in the office? His partner was available. Yeah, that's fine. Give me him. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody. And I got in him like the next day. Till this day, the original hospital, I, the doctor I left a message for has not fucking called me back. Wow. Yeah, I, don't want, I want to call him back and be like, fuck you. you know, I got, but it, yeah, I took care of it. Thanks. Right. Thanks for this all doctor, your help. Yeah, it was really good. So anyway, I went in and saw him and, um, you know, they have an x-ray machine right there, too. So um, he's like taking x-rays every week of everything. So here's the thing. He said, I basically the like the head of your elbow bone, like the round part. He goes, you basically he goes, you basically crushed it. Oh, so they can't. It's not like they can put a plate. They can't put a plate there. If okay. you're on, a, you know, another part of your arm that were straight or something, uh-huh. they probably could. He goes, so okay. I was in the 90 degree soft cast for like a week. And then he goes, um, you're going to go get this brace. And it's basically going to allow you to move your arm. Because if my arm stayed in that position, then the bones are just going to fuse back together. And then my arm would stay in that position. Oof. So I have to, I have a brace now that, so I went from 90 degrees to going to be able to 40 degrees. So I have mm. a t- little bit more range. And every week he's going to open it up more. So I'm going to go back on Wednesday. He's going to open it up another 10 degrees and 10 degrees. He goes, you may never be able to open your arm flat, straight all the way, you know, 180 again. Uh And I'm like, that's fine. I'm not a cheerleader. I'm not getting points off the presentation. (laughs) What do I fucking care? I'm like, as long as it doesn't hurt, you know, getting it to whatever point it goes to, what do I care if it's not straight, you know? Yeah. Um, So I was like, okay, whatever. So I got the brace on now and, it's, I mean, it's better than a cast because at least you can itch your arm if you need to or whatever, but it's huge and it's bulky and it's uncomfortable. And I still have to figure out a way to sleep every night. And I have like a pillow propped under my arm and he's like, you can take it off every once in a while if you want to, just for a rest. He goes, but he goes, if you open your arm all the way now, like you would, you would dislocate it again. Oh, so that really makes me not want to take the fucking thing off, really. It's like yeah. I'm in a brace that really lets it go as far as it, it should go. And I don't, yeah. you know, and it's like. Why take the chance of you, like, accidentally slipping or, or tripping over right, a dog? Right. For any reason. Yeah. Anything. You know, you know, I, I actually ordered, like, to take a shower because this thing's, like, kind of bigger than a cast and metal and bulky. It's hard to slip one of those plastic cast things over it. So I just ordered a mesh sling. So I could take my arm out of this and I'll just put it in a mesh sling to take a shower. Oh, that's awesome. And I'll just let the sling dry, put this, you know, my arm back in this. I'm glad I'm glad somebody's been thinking about this shit over the years. Right. Right. Because I remember cracking that bone in my arm mm-hmm. and having to like shower with my with my left hand up. Yeah. At all times with a plastic bag over it. And yeah, like, yeah. It was awful. I did the bag <laughs> the first couple of days, and that's just annoying because you yeah. know you basically had to have my husband scrub me down because my one arm's lame and my other arm had to hold the bar bag over it you know right and then <laughs> then we got the cover that we put over the soft cast and that worked really well i still needed his help putting it on but once i got it on i could take a shower by myself but i can't okay. put that over this fucking thing now like i said this thing's yeah, just too big and then on top of it you know i'm still like I can't really, like I said, I can't really get comfortable. It's hard to find, prop my arm up into a position because my arm's still sensitive. Cause I'm like, it's still a fucking broken arm. That's not in a cast. Yeah. So it's still like, again, just sitting or trying to find a position to rest my arm in where it's not, you know, 
most of the time I'm, I'm propping a pillow up under my forearm and letting my nothing touch my elbow because yeah. I accidentally caught a glimpse of my elbow in the mirror the other day. No. I'm like, what is that? And it was bruised, just the bruise on my arm. Uh, it was just so gnarly. And I, was, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it, it's kind of going away. And that's it's the good. arm that's completely sleeved. So, you know, there's that distraction. Yeah. And then, like, in the soft cast, the metal part that kept my arm in the position came all like halfway down my hand, right? So my pinky really couldn't move. So my pinky was always smashed and oh. fucking my fingers were puffy and couldn't move and all this shit. So at least in this thing, my hand works better. But then I went and I'm like, why does my hand still hurt down there? I went and looked, oh, it's bruised down there too. Jesus. The bottom, because I literally fell on like my forearm from, you know, just my whole forearm. Because I had a wrist guard on, so I didn't do any damage to my wrist. Yeah. But I bruised that pinky that was on the bottom because I landed on it and then <coughs> I'm kicking my own ass. Yeah, sucks. And then so anyway, so I'll be in this brace for at least six weeks. Okay. And then and you're two weeks down already? Uh, no, one. One week? Yeah. And so and, and did they indicate how long physical therapy would take to kind of like? No, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. okay. So the last appointment I was at the doctor is trying to explain to me, he goes, you don't need surgery now, but you may lead it, need it later on. Later on in life, it might give you problems and you might need surgery. And he was trying to explain exactly what the issue was, like something about bone on bone or something about fragments, something about like, here, you're, you're almost like two ice cream scoops and one scoop's kind of slipped over to the side. <laughs> I don't do well with uh, graphic Analogies. details <laughs> of real injuries. I can watch horror movies all day long because I know the shit's fake. Yeah. As soon as you try to explain to me something that's real, like I'm not one of those picture persons that needs to see pictures of your accident or nothing. Yeah, because no. that shit makes me pass out. So I almost passed out in the doctor's office. Uh, Good thing my husband was there with me. Well, and luckily he kept it to ice cream and not like you know. He was trying to at least like soften. Yeah, but I love ice bit. cream, so don't fuck up ice cream for me. Uh, <laughs> so you have two broccolis, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> The funny like, thing oh, is, it's like, cool. I don't want that. So there were a couple times my x-rays were up on the screen in the doctor's office, right? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I didn't want to look at it. But then I look and it's like, I can't see anything. We're not, we're the untrained eye. It's like when he goes, oh, you shattered that bone. I expected to see an x-ray with a bone that looked like, yeah, I can't like, tell shit. Like a cover of tell. like a fucking, I don't know, uh, Alice in Chains album or something. Right, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I can't tell shit. It just looks like a normal x-ray to me. They even took CTs and he showed it to me. And he goes, okay, so this right here. And I'm like, Looks like bones to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see a bone and then that bone and then the other bone, but I don't see any like craziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, I couldn't see it, but yeah. Well, luckily you didn't have you didn't see it. Way out of pain meds. Those only lasted like the first four days or so. So I'm basically living off my Tylenol, ibuprofen oh. and my own THC regimen. Mm, yes. And I'm, I'm hoping that that is helping relieve the. Yeah. Okay. And naps. I take Tylenol PMs at night. It, I have to say that the, it's a little less sensitive the last couple of days, but like I said, that, that bruise just made it not like, ugh, forgot. Yeah. Fuck. Like I said, it, it's nice that it's not in a cast, but then, you know, it is a broken arm fucking like just hanging out here, sweetly, like freely swinging around, you know, every time wow. I'm like <laughs> walking into a doorway or a room, I'm like trying to, Ooh, right, let's go right on first, you know? <laughs> um. So I have to ask, how long do you think before you're back on skates? 
Oh, I still want to skate. This hasn't deterred me from skating. Like I'm still already. I'm no. like I'm still looking at new skates. I want to buy. I don't no, know. I know. I'm just. I'm just like trying to. I. I didn't think you'd quit or anything. I'm just like curious on how long do you think you'll give yourself before you get back on, just to kind of make sure that like you know. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm at least in the brace for six weeks, and then if I probably not skate through physical re therapy, I'll probably wait till after that. I don't know. I mean, I'm just gonna have to fully pad up. The thing is, like I said, if I had broken like my ankle and they were like, oh, yeah, you're going to need some plates and screws and stuff. I probably would have hung up my skates, okay. but I'm like, it's an arm and it's yeah. a left one. It's like, eh. yeah, well, and it's not like it's permanently, you know. Disfigured and can't work yeah. anymore. It'll still work. Might not go straight, but yeah, yeah. it'll be a little <laughs> janky. Let's be honest, but <laughs> Well, that's been um, eventful. So I'm assuming that this cut into your birthday as well. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. I didn't have anything planned anyway. Um, so was birthday was nothing? Yeah. Um, I was going to say, though, it's like I've been working part time the last couple of weeks. Okay. And it's like, and they better be lucky that I was working from home because it's like if I were if they wanted if I were like commuting, I'd be like, oh hell no, hell no, would I wanted to put this arm in my in the car yeah. with all my shit and drive yeah. down to the office. It's like Ugh. I would have been like, hell no, I'm taking like a month off. Fuck you guys, you know? Yeah. Well, it's and like, luckily you don't drive stick shift either. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that too. Cause that just ouch. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that there was people there. Yeah. And I'm glad that it's not as bad as it could have been, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, it's annoying now, but at the end of the day, at least you won't have an, at this moment, you won't have to do surgery or anything too crazily ex extensive besides physical therapy. Yes. <laughs> So while, so while you've been sitting around, have you watched anything new? Actually, yesterday I watched uh, the new docu the Netflix documentary, the, the Tinder Swindler. That's pretty oh. fucking good. At yeah. first, I thought it was your basic catfish story because I was like, you know, laying around in bed. Actually, sadly, laying in bed is what more comfortable because, of course, my spot, my recliner I usually sit in is uh -huh. like the shit's all on the left hand side. So now I had to go to the other recliner cause I can't reach my right arm over the left to get to the remote and the drinks and all that stuff. So I just switched to the other recliner and then the dogs want to sit in my lap and it's like, there's not a whole <laughs> lot of room in my lap with this big old fucking sling. And I don't want them to bump into my arm and all this shit. So it's like, I'm just fucking laying in bed because I can prop my arm up with the pillows and they could just lay wherever the fuck they want. <laughs> so I watched the Tinder swindler. I thought it was going to be your typical catfish story. You know, it was not. And then when my husband came home, I'm like, oh, you got to watch this. So I watched it again and made him watch it. Wow. So and it, and it was a it's a series. No, no, it was just a movie. Just a movie. OK, Uh, basically, you know, it's a, you know, girl meets guy on Tinder. He's uh, claiming to be this billionaire son of this diamond this company, this family that owns this diamond company. Um, And here's here's the thing, though. So when like when he when you meet up with them, when the girls meet up with him, it's the same guy in the picture. He's he's meeting you at a four star luxury hotel. He's buying you dinner and drinks and lunch and he's taking you on a private plane. Where do you want to go? Blah, blah, blah. So you're like, all right, he's got the money a month into it. And he's flying all over the place all the time. So he's never around, you know, because he's a he's, he's diamond. He's got business. He's got deals yeah. to make. Blah, blah, blah. You know, which, right. which guy. 
Rich and guy so, yeah. And um, then a month into it, he'll send a photo of uh, his bodyguard, Peter, who they've met. They know Peter. They met him on the plane. They met him when they went out with him and stuff like that. Oh, he was attacked. Like there's pictures of him all bloody and in an ambulance getting stabbed. And he's like, my enemies are after me. My security has told me that they're tracing me by my credit cards. I can't use my credit cards anymore. I need you to do me a favor. Oh, no. I'm going to need to use your credit cards. Oh, no. And ends up just swindling people out of just millions of dollars. Like, like, okay, so the first story was this girl who's like, you know, and he's already asked her to be his girlfriend. He's already like, hey, we should move in together. Oh, no. And she's like, oh, my God, great. What's the budget? He goes, 15000 Go find us an apartment. So she's like on FaceTime with them, looking at apartments and shit like that. You know, yeah, then comes the story. And then, you know, uh, get, get me an Amex card. Get me, get me an Amex card from your account. So she'll get him a card. She gives it to him because his life's in danger. And uh, then it's like, you know, uh, it keeps getting shut off. You need to get more. You need to ask for more. You need to ask for more money. They need to up the limit. And then she's like, well, he goes, uh, how do I get him up the limit? And he goes, well, here, I'll just say you're an employee of my company. And she goes, but I'm not. She goes, well, here. he goes, send me your info and I'll put you in our system. Oh, no. And then, like, the next thing you know, he sends her that looks like a check stub for a paycheck for, like, $94,000, like, is a monthly payment. So she showed that they showed that to American Express, so they raised the limit. So next thing you know, and then and then it's, like, every day, every two, three days. Like, he's blowing through $20,000 in a day. So every, every, you know, three days. Every two, three days, it's, we need more, you know, you need more, get more money. We need a loan, get some cash, blah, blah, blah. She got him $25,000 cash. She ended up taking out loans from nine different, between nine different creditors and, and banks for $250,000. Oh. And then, um. This is hurting. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, you know, she's like, I need the money, blah, blah, blah. And then um, at the first at the first, it was only like. Maybe hundred thousand, whatever. So he sent her uh, a receipt, like a PDF of a receipt of a wire transfer from his company to her for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is way more than he owed her. Right. She's like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. But the, the money never comes. It, it, everything's fake that he, there's, he's sending. Everything's fucking fake. Um, so the money never comes. And then, um, I don't remember how she figured it out. She, oh, she had all these, um, creditors after her and she had to explain to the credit card. She goes to explain to Amex what happened, like the truth, like this guy, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And, um, they're like, all right, stay there. Somebody will come to you. And she's like, what? So he's like, I'm not going to get arrested because all these false documents I gave them. Yeah. They get there and they're asking him all these questions and they're asking him the name he used. And she goes, Simon LeVay. And he goes, yep, that's one of the names he uses. They've been following this guy. He'd already like she goes. She they couldn't tell her the information like there were three other women that were reporting him. Uh-huh. But to protect their identity, you can tell him anything. So sure. She they, they leave and like she's like calls her mom and she's like, oh, my God, da, 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 da. And then she calls the Americans. They calls him back a couple days later and goes, got to at least give me something to go off. They're like, Google the name. She get, they gave him his real name. And okay. she Googled the real name. And that's when she found out that he had swindled these three Finnish women out of millions of dollars by claiming he was some multi-billionaire son. Not, not, he said one of them, he said, why are you back again? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, one of them is, was that he was an arms dealer. One of them, he'll say he's like undercover in the police or whatever before he had these old diamond business scam, right? 
Uh-huh. So then she's like, oh, well, fuck this guy. And, you know, and she wanted to get back at him. But when you report somebody locally about fraud, it's like, meh, not big on their list. Right. So yeah. she ended up going to um, she lived in Oslo in Norway. So she ended up going to Norway's biggest newspaper and telling them the story and hoping they would write a story about it, get some attention, blah, blah, blah. So some journalists got on the oh case because they found it fascinating. And they're the ones that really ended up breaking the story down. They found out that this guy started out in Israel under his real name, got in trouble there like at 18 for stealing checks from his employers and blah, blah, blah. And then he legally changed his name to Simon LeVay. Well, LeVay is the family name of this com- this family that owns this diamond company. Oh, my God. But they don't have a son named Simon, but he just legally changed his name to that so he could just pass off as part <laughs> of their family. And he would Photoshop himself into their family pictures and show people wow. and shit like that. And then like that's some attention to detail. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, all the PDFs he made of the bank receipts and the um, check receipts and I'm like, yeah, if you, you took enough time, you could make all that shit in Adobe, you know, for sure. Yeah. It's like what a full time job. It was a full time job because what they found out was that like. um, So then. This woman. Who was t- telling the journalist, she had all of their whole history of their conversation on, on WhatsApp. Okay. Included all, all their photos, videos, everything. So she gave it to this journalist. She goes, I may look like an idiot because they're going to see our whole relationship play out. But she goes, I don't care at this point. So one of the things they did was on her credit card that she'd given him, they were a bunch of plane tickets because he was always flying everywhere. It was like, oh, I need to fly my team and these business deals and blah, blah, blah. So they looked at the plane tickets and the names they were of people they were flying. Okay, that's his bodyguard. That's his business partner, quote unquote. They're like, oh, who, who's this woman? Like some name just popped up. So the journalist reached out to this woman. Like, do you know this guy? Blah, blah, blah. And we're doing a story on him about he frauds women. And this woman was hanging out with them, but she hooked up with him on Tinder. They went on a date. She goes, but we didn't have a romantic connection, but we just decided to stay friends. So she goes, we hooked up, we met in Greece. And then we went over to um, this island. And then we hopped over here and basically hung around all summer. And I met his girlfriend and we partied and we're on these private jets and blah, 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 blah. Well, that was at the time he was taking all that money from the, from the Norway girl and going, I need more, I need more, I need more. So, because she started to look at the timeline of what she was with him against these girls' chats, with the, which they pub- were going to publish in this paper. Yeah. And she's like, I was hanging out with him. She goes, wait a minute. She goes, the amount of money that guy was spending, though, there's no way. It was way more than one chick was giving him. So she's like, and she knew that because this girl, she goes, I have money. I don't need a man to take care of me. I just want a man to share my lifestyle with, you know? Yeah. So she just thought it was a friend. And then he ended up pulling the thing, same thing on her, sending her the same fucking pictures of a security guard. Oh. And it's like, I need your help. I'm in trouble. She ended up giving him like $50,000. And then, um, <laughs> so the journalists are now working with her and they're like, well, do you know who he is? She goes, yeah, I'm supposed to meet him in Germany tomorrow. He's supposed to give her a watch because of course the check he wrote her to make up for the money didn't go through either. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, I'm meeting him in Germany to, in Munich tomorrow. He said he's going to give me one of his watches to pay off the debt. Like, that's real, right? Right. So she set him up and she told these journalists all about it. The journalists went with him and took pictures of him and all the stuff. Just showed the police, hey, look, you, you can track this guy down if you wanted to, you know, because he's been reported now in different countries. So then she helps this article come out. She gets, you know, she gets the watch from him. Oh, she has dinner with him and his friend. And one of the reporters is in the restaurant and then the photographers are outside and the reporter inside like, hey, I'm going to tell you when they leave so you can snap pictures. So they do and they're snapping pictures. But then the guy sees them, sees them and goes, hey, there's somebody over there with a camera. 
And they all jump in the car. He grabs the girl and their driver and they jump in a car and they're racing around. And she's panicking, going, I don't know if he knows I set him up, but she starts. She goes, I just have to do the best acting job of my life or I'll never go home. So she's like, who the fuck are these people? What did you get me in on? Are they after me now too? Like started to turn on. He goes, they're my enemies. No, no, they want me. They don't want you. He always like, they're my enemies. He would always tell these women. Huh. Um, so she gets out of the car. She leaves. She goes back home. She already knows he's a fraud. She takes the watch to the pawn shop the next day. Of course, it's fake. So the story comes out and it's published. And then then all of a sudden you see this third woman come into the story. She's like, I'm on a plane and across my Instagram comes this picture of my boyfriend in oh. this story. She goes, I downloaded it as I get on the plane. I sent it to him going, what the fuck is this? And she goes, and then I put my phone, my phone on airplane mode. And as she's on the plane, she reads the whole story. And because they show she'd been dating him for 14 months. Oh, and Jesus. she goes, as the, they, they published the, a lot of the chat line between him and the other the first girl. Uh-huh. And she's comparing her chats to his to hers at the same time. Like when she's going, oh, he wasn't meeting up with me. And, oh, that was the day she was in he was in Oslo with her or, you know, because she could t- tell from the timeline of the chats. And one of the videos he sent the first girl like he's in this burgundy suit on a private plane. Oh, Cecile, I miss you so much. And then he sent her a video. Oh, Eileen, I missed you so much. Same outfit, same plane, same shot, you know. Wow. So she's like, fuck this. She goes, I'd already given him probably $140,000 at this point. And, and there's just so much for him to keep track of. So what happened was originally when he was, he was charged with frauding these three women in Finland when he before he changed his name and he actually went to jail for three years. Well, he one woman goes, yeah, he got he's out there and learned how to be a better criminal and come out. So he yeah. came out, he changed his name. He actually got a little plastic surgery, I think, and um, started this new. Basically, he would con one person and that woman's all that woman's money or whoever is paying for the next woman that he's conning right there. Like when you when she met when you first meet up with him and he's taking you on a private jet and he's. And he's, you know, taking you all these fancy meals. Somebody else is fucking paying for it. Yeah. Because it's just a cycle. So the news article comes out. And then um, all of a sudden now she goes, his his face is everywhere. So now if anybody meets him on Tinder, because the first thing you do is Google the person you meet on Tinder, his face is going to pop up as a fraud. So now he was in hiding and he only had this one girlfriend left. She goes, I knew he was a fraud. She goes, but I knew I had the upper hand. So she was leading him on pretending that she was still on his side and that she believed him. And she was like, yeah, fuck those bitches, you know? But she was like, fuck this guy. She goes, I needed to figure out a way to get my money back. She goes, I knew we didn't have any money, but this girl worked in the luxury fashion industry. And she goes, everything he wore was designer from head to toe. So she figured out, she goes, that's how I'm going to get my money back. So she told him, because he kept, so now he, nobody's giving him money because now his face is everywhere. So he's stuck. And he's like, I need you to, sell your car, put your house, sell, sell your house. So we need money. And she's like, I can't do that. She goes, Hey, all those clothes you have, we can sell those and make money. He's like, great, do that. So she goes, I knew I had to meet up with them. Um, she goes, I had to pretend things were cool. She goes, I had to sleep next to him that night. She goes, luckily he didn't make a move. So I didn't have to, <laughs> to oh. think anything. She goes, and the next morning I packed up three suitcases of all this designer shit and I couldn't get out there fast enough. She goes, he didn't even help me with the fucking suitcases. Wow. <laughs> so she, um, Starts putting it all on eBay and just she was never going to give him the money. She was just keeping it all. Oh, no, yeah. She so was hustling he just starts, him. Yeah. She, he's she getting, getting pissed up. and just leaving him all these messages. He's, he's a fan of voice memos. And just I mean, like 
just bombard like 20 messages in an hour, you know, just bam, bam, bam. And one's yelling at her and one's, I'm sorry, sweetheart. And one's like, yeah. I'm trying to be respectful. And I love that. I'm trying to be respectful. Because you, you finally got served, son. And it's funny because as she's sitting there doing her interview, her, her phone pings and she goes, oh, that's another offer on some of his clothes I have up on eBay. The girl, oh she goes, God. you're still, they go, you're still selling his stuff. She goes, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of it. Wow. So, um, what was the, what's the name of this thing again? The Tinder swindler. I mean, the, the, like I said, at first I thought it was a catfish story, but it, it wasn't. And the best part about it was how they caught him. And now this one chick kind of got her revenge, but what she ended up. Oh, he was sending her pictures. Like he grew a beard. He was in hiding. He's like, I'm eating leftover food in the mall. I'm staying in hostels. Um, I need help. Nobody will help me. You're all I have. And she's like, oh, well, and then she's like, I need a flight. He goes, I need a flight. She goes, for what? And then he goes to fix this mess. And she knew he was in Prague. Oh, and, it, and they keep, I can't remember where he was. She knew he was going to go. But then he turned his phone off and she goes, he's always on his phone. So then she Googled flights from Prague to wherever. She saw there's a flight at two o'clock. She goes, he's on this plane because that's when his phone stopped. She sent a message to the cops when he's on this fucking plane. And they arrested him when he got off the plane for using a, oh, and he was using a new name because he got a new credit card and a new name sent to her house. So he oh goes, God. she goes, oh, and this is the new name he's trying to use. At one point with her, he made her go take, take him to a plastic surgeon. And this, he's like, I want to take my cheeks, my jaws, my chin, my eyes, my lip. And the surgeon's like, I'm not doing that because only criminals want this. Oh. And she goes, I almost spit up my water going, he is a criminal. Um. Yeah. I'm telling so you. they arrested him on when he landed for using a false ID. Hmm. He was sentenced in Israel for 15 months for the fraud that he did there back when he was 18. But they caught him right before COVID. So he only served five months and he got out because of COVID. And he's never been charged with any of the fraud against any of the other women. He was back on Instagram, flaunting the fucking lifestyle again. And then he had a website up offering like business seminars. What? On what? How to fucking swindle people? Yeah, how to really? swindle women. We read. Oh, well, here's the funny thing. When they when that Norway magazine published the article and it started going viral, uh -huh. the, the, the uh, journalists were like, we got tons of messages from people all over the world about how meeting this guy and swindled him. And they played some of the messages, parts of them. And there were men and family were going, oh, we hired him as a babysitter when he was 20 and he ended up charging $42,000 to us. Or I mean, it wasn't what? always love interest. It was anybody wow. that he would just get on his side. You know, of course, everyone's like, oh, he was charming and he was this and that, you know. He was just a con man. And then so apparently after this this documentary dropped. There was a news article that came out this week that said like um all of his social media was deleted all of a sudden and stuff. Oh, and he he supposedly has a new girlfriend or something like that. But jeez, so I mean he's it, still it, out there, right? I was gonna say I'm like he's still kind of on the loose here. Uh, wow. Holy and we're like, hey, where is he getting that money for that fucking lifestyle again? They're like, there's no way he's got people signing up for his fucking seminar. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. And the thing is, is like the journalists and the cops were like. The way he did it, because he was always using credit cards and different people's names, so nothing was in his name, and he could always just say, oh, I was just borrowing the money. I was just borrowing, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, just a little borrow. But they said that they, they estimated that he stole over, like, $10 million from people. Around the world? Mm-hmm. Fucking bonkers, man. <laughs> I mean, like I said, imagine trying to keep up with all that all the time on social media. You're ripping off one person to pay for what you're doing right now, and then the next one, and the next one, and the next. It's like, it's it's too 
fucking much to keep track of. Like, like lying is already hard enough as it is if you're right. one of those people. And then having to keep track of your fucking bullshit, you know, if you end up saying a lie, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like, this guy is a master fucking liar. Yeah. And there's a one point at the end when he was yelling at that chick to give him the money. He's like, stop lying to me. You think you know how to lie? I can teach you a thing about lying. It's like, oh, oh, oh uh, I bet you can. <laughs> you're so gross, bro, bro. Mm-hmm. H- how many episodes? It was just one. It was a movie. Oh, it was a movie documentary. Okay. Yeah, just under two hours, but it didn't even seem that long. It's pretty good. Like I said, like I never watched Dear John because that was, to me, that's your typical catfishing story. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. But anyway, it was I like. I have no idea. Dear John is a real story about this woman, you know, older woman divorced and ends up, you know, meeting this guy online and, you know, marrying him. And he lied the whole time about who he was and ended up trying to rob her and all this stuff. And I, I think his daughter ended up, her daughter ended up killing him because he went to attack her and she killed him in self-defense. There was a whole, what? there was a podcast about it. And then there was a, there was a series about it. I don't know if, I think it's on Netflix. Oh, dear John. Oh, damn. All right. I had, I don't think I had any idea. Yeah. That's fucking bonkers. Like, uh, well, that's stressful TV, but <laughs> yeah. Dude, and, and the funny thing is, like, I'm like, oh shit, I got a big old list of shit I've been watching lately. Uh, nowhere near that. Oh, where are you, what are you watching? <laughs> oh my God, there's so much. Uh, so I, like, a lot of stuff's come back TV show wise. So, like, Resident mm. Alien is back, which I like. That's on sci fi. I think I told you about that one. Uh, Alien comes to Earth to basically destroy it, and then he gets stuck here and. <laughs> Yeah, and then he sucks for him. Yeah, and that, and then he's like trying to find his. In first season, he's trying to find his device so he can finish his mission. But then, like, he's making friends and shit. You know, uh, it's actually pretty good. That's a good show. I recommend that one. Um, and then there's like a couple of like the Office style shows. Um, you know, kind of shot in that vein of like talking into the camera kind of thing. Uh, like one, which one? Uh, Abbott Elementary. Mm, I've heard, I've seen the ads for that. That shit's funny. And then American Auto, that one's pretty funny too. Hmm. Um, the wife and I started Astrid and Lonely Saved the World, which at first we're like, oh, we could probably watch this in front of a little home slice. And then it's like, oh no, we can't watch this in front of a little home slice. <laughs> um, but it's like two teenage chicks who like basically cause a cursed thing and bad things happen. Hmm. Um, this other one on fucking, I've watched a lot of TV apparently. Yeah. <laughs> There's this show on Netflix called In From the Cold. I've and seen it. So I'll go I by. Had, I had no idea what it was about. I didn't watch a preview, but the wife's like, oh, I saw this thing. Um, I'm going to, we should watch it. Great. She puts it on and it's basically this like mom who's taking her daughter to, um, uh, uh, ice skating practice. I think it's ice skating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, it looks like the, you know, the mom and dad are divorced and stuff. So she's kind of awkward with her daughter and shit. Um, you know, and it just seems like some typical, like Midwest mom kind of thing. Um, but then she gets picked up and accused of being a spy and, yeah. and she's like, uh, what? Like, no, I'm, I'm a mom. I'm here with my daughter. Like, this is insane. Like you need to, you're, you got the wrong person. Like, this is nuts. So the more they interrogate her and the more shit starts to get real, and then she starts to whoop their ass. 
That <laughs> so she's actually she actually was a fucking spy. Uh, so it, 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 it's trippy because it's like you know like she nah, has nah, nah. like oh shit she's actually whooping some ass. So that That's one's funny. actually pretty good. Um, what else? A Raised by Wolves came back. I don't know if you watched that one on. Uh, I don't know what that is. Nope. It's on. Oh my god. Max. Murderville. Have you watched Murderville yet? I put it. It's funny. That's one of the ones I wrote. I I, I wrote down that um I need to watch. So last week while I was working, I was listening to Smartless. I was listening to their podcast. Okay. And Will Arnett started talking about Murderville. And then so then it popped up this week and I was like, oh my God, we have to watch this. So I threw on the first episode, which was who was the first episode? Because it's like a star, like a like a, so it's a, a show, star, right? Yeah, every, it's every a, so um uh Will Arnett plays this uh homicide detective and um every week there's a case to solve and he gets a different celebrity guest who's playing themselves but they're the only ones that don't get a script everybody else gets a script to the show they don't and um at at the end they they're asked to solve the mystery okay who did it and they have to so the first one was conan o'brien and he actually solved it Uh, and then yeah, it was kind of funny. I think he solved it like on accident, though. I don't think. He, uh, but anyway, <laughs> and, and once I realized, oh, okay, there are clues. Like now, I'm playing along, going. So the, I've been jumping around. So the first one was Conan O'Brien, and then Ken Jong did one. I'm like, oh, that's got to be funny. So I went uh, and watched his, and then Marshawn Lynch was the second one. So I went back to watch his last night. Um, he got it wrong. See, I was watching his and I, I figured it out who it was. So now it's kind of like I watch it and I'm, you know, playing along, like trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, uh, Sharon Stone is on it. Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek and uh, Kamal Najanini. Oh, <laughs> I, nice. I screwed up his name. But yeah, there's and it's it's so fucking funny because, you know, some of it's kind of typical, like some of the acts they'll kind of redo like okay you got to go in here to this party and i'm going to give you this earpiece and you got to repeat what i say kind of thing you know okay. like they'll do that like he did it with conan and did it with somebody else but yeah i think conan one is he goes in and he introduces himself it's like todd uh cranston cranston ten berg field son you know oh, yeah. <laughs> <He kept telling. laughs> extending the name anyway, oh, that shit's funny that. yeah they're only half-hour episodes, but they're pretty funny. I mean, it's fucking Will Arnett being Will Arnett. It's pretty right. funny. Uh-huh. We've been watching that. We've been watching Ozark. We we finished the second season of Cheer already. <laughs> oh, shit. Are and I watching- want to watch the new one with Kristen Bell, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. It's a spoof on all those. Okay. I thought it was real at first. Like, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I'm like, is this serious? But no, it's a spoof on okay. movies. Yeah. Um. Are you watching The Righteous Gemstones on HBO Max? No, but I added it to our list. Like, we want to start it. Like, we haven't even watched the first season, but no, we wanted to start it. We just haven't. Oh, it's on the man. list. It's so fucking... I, I, I binged through it and and got oh, caught really? up. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I that was, like, for, for a second there, like, all I was doing was watching that. And... <laughs> and We're also and, watching like, Cobra Kai. The new season came out. That I haven't started yet. Um... Not as, not as good. It's not as gripping. But go ahead. Oh, um, no. So I was watching watching the Righteous Gemstones, and because like I, I was sad that I caught up, I started like their previous show, which was Vice Principals. Mm-hmm. I heard about that one too. Just fucking so fucking funny shit. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of in a Danny McBride kick again. Oh, that's uh, funny. 
last week you know, like I was... a lot of the same people show up on the same show yeah um but i just want to say out loud that i, I love judy gemstone <laughs> I just, uh, last I... week when i was laying in bed i came across the movie on netflix it's called destination wedding with keanu reeves and winona Ryder. And the only reason I watched it is because the destination wedding they're going to is in Paso Robles. So the whole thing was like, really? Yeah, it kind of made me laugh. Like, I almost didn't finish the wedding because once they left and went back home, I was like, I don't care. Um, You're like, "Uh, I'm done here. It's a quirky rom-com. These two characters talk a fucking lot. They talk a lot. You know, it's Uh, one of those like. Yeah, it's a chatty chatty Kathy movie. Yeah, but it's like, you know, they get off the plane in the San Luis Obispo airport and then they're like. They get in a taxi and I thought they were going to pass Robles and I could tell by the streets they were driving there in downtown Sloan. I'm like, why are you taking those roads? And then they go <laughs> to stay at the Apple Farm, which was like local. I was like, okay, all right, I get it. Stay at the Apple Farm. Nice plug for the Apple Farm. Totally cute little motel and restaurant <laughs> and stuff like that. And then they, they're hanging out in wine country for sure. I don't, I can't, I don't even know which wineries they're at, but it's just funny because all the, they just show all these local shots, you know, and yeah. that's what totally made it fun well, for me. That's, that's dope that they uh, at least kept it legit and didn't like, so, you know no we heard about it when they were filming like they were spotted around and, and okay. stuff like that we knew about it um it's pretty cute i mean even like at the very beginning when they're on the plane to come up here they're arguing about how you pronounce passive robles <laughs> <laughs> you're like actually that's a legit thing yeah it is because like correctly it's robles robles but Paso of course robles. all the white locals it's robles well it's like you know paulo's verdes right you know you mean palos verdes right um no I but it's like like the winery that josh works at <laughs> it's vino robles and they and that's how they're trying to pronounce robles so then when i say paso robles and people are like why do you say it like that well vino robles is like that yeah paso robles should be the same thing yeah damn aaron sanchez yeah anyway <laughs> that was cute uh yeah you watching anything else oh army of thieves does that sound familiar? No. Okay, well, we watched Army of the Dead. Yeah. So this was kind of a prequel okay. to that, and it was the story of the uh, the the safecracker. Okay. It was good. Trying to get into uh, the Great North, which is um, from the creators of Bob's Burger, and it's um, but Nick Offerman is the lead role in it. It's Nick Offerman. He's the voice of this family, the Tobin family that lives in Alaska. And the okay. mom ran off a long time ago. And um, so the dad, it's like Nick Offerman, Will Forte's the oldest son, and he's got his fiance that lives there with him. And then there's a teenage son and a young daughter, I think. It's like I, huh. I, we started it. The funny thing is, is that the whole, the, their family name is the name of one of my employees, one of my bosses at work. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty funny, but I was reading an article about it. They're like, if you're not watching this show, you're missing one of the best adult animated shows. And especially if you like Bob's Burger, it's different. Don't expect it to be the same. But Bob also was like, okay. Like, it's in its second season and it got renewed for third. So I was like, oh, all right. I guess we should go back and watch it. So, so what, um, what, what, uh, Fox? Great North. Yeah. On Fox. Yeah. And it's on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Because it sounds like something that's on Fox. Like, Fox now has, you know, basically, uh, all the adult animation. <laughs> well, yeah. Anytime that you say adult animation on like, network tv you're like oh that must be on fox yeah (laughs) yeah all right i'm gonna add that while i was laying around in bed last week i think like um what what popped up on hulu oh fucking 16 candles right oh i was like oh hell yeah so i laid in bed and watched that and then like the next day i opened up hulu it's like real genius 
fuck yeah. So I watched that. <laughs> and then the next day it was like, some kind of wonderful. I'm like, eh. yeah. <laughs> Princess Bride, okay. <laughs> I, now you I, know me. Now you know me, Netflix, whatever you are. It was prime. I, loved, I love I that know. my daughter loves Princess Bride. Because mm. it's, it's an easy, like, you know, what do we want to watch? I don't know. Want to yeah. watch this? Yes. As a matter of fact, I do want to watch that. As far as new shows that are on right now, we're, we're watching the latest uh, Amazing Race, the latest. Oh, so I tell you how they came back and what they're doing after yeah. COVID? Yeah. You did. What did I say? You, you broke it down how, like, it was, uh, they had started in, like, 2018. Oh, yeah, but I said they left. So now we're back. So uh-huh. now we're back. They lost, like, four teams. Like, four teams didn't come back. Four or okay. five teams. So then they took a couple of the teams that were eliminated early and brought them back. But I'm like, how are they going to, what are they going to, private jet, the whole team, everyone's oh, yeah. flying on charter, so nobody's flying public. And then they said, like, you're going to drive your own cars and no taxis. Oh, okay. All right. Well, okay. they, they got some protocol, I guess. Yeah. And then at one point we saw them with a the driver. We're like, why do they have a driver? That was, I thought they said they weren't doing taxes. I'm like, maybe yeah. they just get drivers in some cities or something. I or, like letting them drive themselves because that's when they get lost. Yeah, right. Well, maybe it's like, you know, it's, it's, uh, maybe they have a list of people who like quarantined or something for. It's probably production or something yeah, like that. Some yeah. Shit like that. But anyway, that's it. So yeah, we're so we're watching the amazing race for as far as what's on now, uh, the latest season of RuPaul's drag race. <laughs> I'm so glad that there's TV to watch. Cause you know, when you get into the holidays and you just want to watch stuff, sometimes you're like, well, you know, I want a little bit of a change. I don't want to watch fucking christmas movies the entire time yeah but there's especially after it's like come on come on come yeah. on as as like january hits and you're like all right let's 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 boot them up quick folks we, we need some tvs it, i think they did a job there's a lot of, I, I haven't started watching pam and tommy yet i was gonna give that a watch yeah i was curious I it's was like curious i'm kind of curious kind of meh <laughs> yeah i mean it's it, i'm more curious because of the actual cast yeah, yeah, I wanted. To, I really want to watch anything. Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Like that, that cast that they got. I'm like, all right, I'm more intrigued over that shit. Like that's why I want to watch it. Um, can't play. Still can't play with my Lego because it's really hard to do Lego one handed. Uh, I uh, so I've I've been remixing a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I've I've had this plan for a little while. Um, got an idea, and I'm like, oh shit! Like so, I started kind of um laying the plans and and started to take notes in a this is how dorky i am now i i put post-its on one of the books that i was using mm-hmm. because i i wanted to flip this rv into an adidas originals uh rv nice so i yeah i i did that i was been working on that so i took some pictures of it and put it on my uh my lego instagram <laughs> hey yeah. we still got a cat Still got a cat, huh? So uh, at, in the evenings and in the mornings when um, I'm in bed with the dogs, Josh will coax her out of her room and they explore the house together and stuff like that. So she's getting the lay of the land and stuff. Like I said, there's a baby gate at the end of the hallway, so she can get out of it just by walking through it. But the dogs can't get in, so she can get out whenever she wants. But I'm like, why would you want to come out when there's fucking dogs barking at her and yeah. the doorway all the time? So like a couple of days ago, all of a sudden, Rebel doesn't see her unless she moves because she's black. She looks like a shadow. He can't see great, you know, so, so unless she moves laying there like there's he can go to see her. Yeah, he can walk right by her. So all of a sudden, 
it's like 3.45 in the afternoon and we hear Rebel barking up a storm in the living room. We're like, what? And the, like, Cats is like the only thing he does bark at. Yeah. We're like, what the fuck? And we went to look for the cat in her room and we couldn't find her. And she'd come out, I guess. But then, you know, the dog scared her and she ran into the couch. So then she was hiding, sitting on the couch in the living room for the next five hours until Aww. we went to bed. Poor thing. Rebel forgot about her, but then Betty the, all night was like crying and like whining. There's something on the couch. She couldn't get to her because she can't fit under the couch. So it was Aww. like, Trying to get her to leave her alone and trying to get Betty to not bark at her. And then she'll come so, out and join the family. But They have not been on the same couch cuddling. No, yet. no. Like the cat still hisses at the dog. If the dogs come near, because she doesn't know what the fuck they are. And, yeah. and the dog, like Betty's just too overzealous and wants to play with her. Yeah. But the cat's afraid of her. I'm not afraid for the cat. The cat can defend herself. I'm afraid of Betty getting the fucking claw in the eye. Yeah. And then is what I'm afraid of. of. You got a big old fucking vet bill. because Right. She just was being, uh, you know, a puppy. Yeah, yeah. So we have to, what we have to, you know, I wanted to get comfortable in the house first and stuff and then try and get him in the same room, but put Betty on a leash or see if, you know, or put maybe uh, even put Betty in her pen. Yeah. And see if she'll, but, you know, with Betty barking, she's just going to hide, you know? So it's like, I got to be able to get him in the same room without Betty barking. Yeah, how do you do that? Though? But like I said, she, I mean, we keep the door open all the time. So she hears everything and all the noise that goes on in the house and gets used to that anyway. And like I said, she can come out whenever she wants. And as soon as the dogs go away, she kind of does because she'll like when Josh is walking around the house in the morning or night, she, she'll follow him around. Aww. And it's like sometimes like when we close the door, go to bed, if she's not in a room, if she sees us, like if she sees Josh close the door to our bedroom, she'll sit outside our bedroom and meow. <laughs> like, no, we can't have that. I guess Josh said he heard her a couple of times last night. Meow. And I have camera in her room and I have a camera in the living room and I have it set up to give me alerts for the middle of the night. Like just not all day because we walk around all day, you know, yeah. so I can see like the other night I saw that she was out exploring all night long. But then the last couple of nights she hasn't come out, at least not in the living room, but a little too traumatic. And we got our cat tree. So she has wow. places to climb up off the ground to get away from them. Yeah, because that's the thing is like. I don't really, she needs a place to get away from them. Yeah. She needs to peace out. She's like, oh shit. Oh, okay. I'm good here. Yeah. I bought one of those little fucking window what perch thing? thingies that you just attach with such suction cups. It's like a shelf. Oh. You attach your window with suction cups that she can lay in. I'm like, there you go. That'll get you away from them. Nice. <laughs> just lay in the window. Mm -hmm. You're such a cat person. Oh, I'm trying to rename her Marshmallow. Oh my God. That's a, that's, that's a fucking cat name and a half. Well, that's funny because it kind of is, but I'm she's a black Josh. Like she's a black cat. And I'm like, I'm not naming her after the food. I'm naming her after the marshmallow character on Bob's Burger, which is a black transvestite prostitute. <laughs> she's one of my favorite characters. And the great thing is, is every time she walks in the room, she's only like in a handful of episodes. She's not there yeah. all the time. Yeah. But every time she walks in the room, no matter what, Bob goes, hey, marshmallow. So it's like I want to do it. whenever she walks in the room. I want to go, hey, marshmallow. Hey, marshmallow. <laughs> I think it's funny that she's a black cat named Marshmallow. <laughs> that's, and she's uh... so off. So I'm calling her Marshmallow Von Nugget Jones for now. I mean, at least, you know, if you're going to name her after a, you know, uh, a, a character, at least she's got a, a good character name. Mm -hmm. I, like I have a t-shirt of Marshmallow, the uh, transvestite hooker. And uh -huh. um, the t-shirt I have is her. She wears this. <laughs> she wears this. Um, like a bikini. It's almost like a Borat bikini, okay. but white, like the Borat bathing suit, but like white. She wears that with like these white hooker boots and this jacket. 
and she's got her jacket spread open and um the jacket's got like the rainbow pride flag on the inside <laughs> so i wear that shirt just to you know show my support and piss people off <laughs> like, take that i think oh. i have a picture of her on my phone here because i Let's sometimes see. i make her a desktop or here i can show you a picture of her oh yeah i know exactly who that is yep Marsh- hey hey bob it's marshmallow Marshmallow. Uh, one last show I wanted to ask you about, which I'm hoping you've watched, and that's been the last couple of episodes of The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, we're caught up. We're caught up. It didn't make me cry though. Well, maybe it was just you then. But there was there was a lot. <laughs> so so like, we watched the last two episodes, and Josh goes, "Are we watching Boba Fett or The Mandalorian?" <laughs> yeah, I've heard that that um that criticism a lot um normally i would be annoyed i fucking love yeah i don't mind last two episodes yeah, I'm like, like yeah i don't mind people can complain i don't give a shit like it, it, like if they want to cross pollinate whatever i'm fine with it especially because at this point now they're bringing in characters from uh from the animated series like ahsoka mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the fucking and and cad bane who was the gunslinger mm-hmm. like he's he's a like a big deal in the in the animated series and, and we've shit. seen him yeah we've seen him before in mandalorian yeah cad bane you haven't never seen cad bane which one who's the he guy, the cowboy with oh the, the one that came into the end yes oh i thought you were talking about the, that other guy that we've seen no no in, no cop vance no um, yeah, yeah but no that that guy is is strictly from the the uh, he's been in a couple of the uh their versions of animated series kind of through the timeline and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah kind of a big deal because so the story is that the the dent in Boba Fett's helmet mm-hmm. came from Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. So they they had a a, a, a shootout, you know, uh, similar to the one he had with Cobb Banth, but that one ended in a draw where Boba Fett took the uh, the shot in the head and then it dented his helmet and then. Uh, Boba Fett had shot Cad Bane in the head, so he, uh, like a lot of that like apparatus shit he's working wearing mm. is because he's enhanced because he had gotten shot mm. by Boba Fett. Mm. So the fact that they brought this guy in, who the folklore is that that's what happened, um, is kind of a big deal because now yeah, that you know setting up for a showdown then. Yep, a big old showdown. So that's fucking dope. Cool. Um, I fucking loved watching Grogu again like I, I i did not realize Pretty how much I, I i missed that little fucking puppet <laughs> especially now that like he can jump and shit i'm like oh, oh my god oh, yeah that's fuck yeah. cute do mm-hmm. it grogu god damn it fucking <laughs> to me you know i know people were kind of decisive of um the way that luke looked in that last episode of the mandalorian you know what i was whatever i'm fine i was fine with it like i i knew it wasn't going to be perfect but then after that episode, like I forgot how long after that episode, they talked about hiring this kid from YouTube who does deep fake videos, right? Oh, uh-huh. We we talked about this story before on past shows and stuff. Well, as soon as I saw that Luke was gonna be in this episode, I was like, Oh shit, I wonder if this kid is 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 you know is now working on this now. Uh-huh. He must be because I to me, like there was a couple of scenes where you could see, all right, you could kind of see it was a little, you know, uh, CGI-ish. Uh-huh. But for the most part, I thought they did a fucking solid-ass job 
It's pretty good. Fucking Luke Skywalker. I was like, holy shit, man. Like they mm-hmm. fucking rock that shit. I, 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 I've watched it now like three times. Dang. <laughs> um, and I fucking love it. I, uh, to me, they, it's just, they're adding so much to everything and they're just building up and I'm like, oh, so good. <laughs> like I, now I'm like, I, I'm torn because it's like, d- do I want Grogu to continue to uh, learn to be a Jedi or do I want him to go back to the Mandalorian? I'm like, I want him ah. to continue to be a Jedi. I, I think so too. Like as much as I- I, I mean, I, what's I, he going to go back to Mando for? Just to hang around and be his buddy and the like, he's a liability hanging around Mando. Yeah. he's and, and, Well, and Ahsoka even said it. Like, you know, Grogu is in the safest place in the galaxy right now because he's- mm-hmm. Like, ain't mm-hmm. nobody going to fuck with that guy. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, what? Oh, no, nah, it's cool. You can keep your little fucking little yep. green green friend. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, I would love to see him years down the road revisited, you know, a little older, mm-hmm. you know, a- as a fucking Jedi. Like, I think that would be so fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, as much as. As much as it, I would like to see him go back, um. I think he needs to stay as, as training with, with Luke. Because we got to see what goes, what goes down in, um, in him and Luke's camp and shit. Yeah, and, and is he part of that purge that mm-hmm. happens with Kylo Ren? Like, mm-hmm. is, he, is he still there at that point? Is he, you know, is he on his own little adventures? Because uh-huh. he's catching on fast because, as Luke said, he's not really, uh, he's not really um, teaching him. He's just re- uh, helping him remember. Right. So he's remembering teachings and shit. And this podcast has gotten way super dorky with me talking about Star Wars. But holy <laughs> fuck, I've been holding on to this shit for weeks now. And I'm just, like, right. just want to word vomit all of this because nah. so fucking good. <laughs> Keep making stuff. I like I, I think that this next one is the last one for now of Book of uh-huh. Boba Fett. And I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, I, I'm not ready. Already? Yeah. yeah. You know, Disney Plus be making these short ass seasons and shit. Mm-hmm. But it, it, earlier this week, I saw that fucking they were advertising that Pam and Tommy was on Disney Plus. I'm like, what? And then they're like, I'm like, I was on Hulu. Some articles I'll see Hulu, some say Disney Plus. I mean, I know they're all owned by the same people, but it's like, come on, that get your shit straight. We can't be putting Pam and Tommy on Disney Plus. Yeah, I know it's this. Yeah, Disney owns all that shit. But let's let's keep things like I don't want to see what we do in the shadows on fucking Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. <laughs> You know, like I can, I I don't want them to combine both of those worlds because let's keep, let's keep the adult stuff on, on Hulu. Right. Let's, let's just do that. Let's just keep it nice and separated. You got to keep them separated. (laughs) Hey. Uh, Oh, let's talk about our, our goodie playlist. Oh, I'm glad you said something. So let's go. We um, added some, uh, some new songs here uh the first one that you sent me was let me make sure this is turned up is an oldie which is it bobby Brown? yep i don't know why but i've been rocking this jam for the last like month or two it's my go-to right now
jump right to like the middle of the song. Take it to the middle. Yeah, I like the hook and then the rap breakdown. Cause I like when he like. Yep. Here we go. Gotta go take control. Gotta, gotta, gotta take it home. <laughs> oh, that's. I was waiting stuff. for the break, rap breakdown. Jump right, ahead of it. Ready? I completely forgot about this song being right, so right. I remember the song. I just forgot that it was on. Yeah, break it down, Bobby. Here we go. Right here? Yep. Yep. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They called the Ghostbusters at the end control. Had a throwing party for a bunch of children. Well, all the while, the slime was under the building. So they packed up and boom, got a grip, came equipped, grabbed a proton pack, saw the crack, and they split. Went out of the to battle my boys. That's not legal. Yeah, yeah, you know it. That's funny. It, it it definitely has that time period sound to it. <laughs> For reals? For reals? Good good choice, good choice. So the other song, was there two songs I added? No, just one. Because there's another song that actually popped up on my uh, thing this week. And it's funny because I added it and it was like, it totally reminds me of a night. I'm like, is this a 90s song that I missed or a 2000 song? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, um, it's just a throwback and sounds like it. Yeah, send it to me. We'll add it for next week. I'm going to send it to you right now. Uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to play one of my choices. I, 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 I put two on here this week. Uh, this one's an oldie but goodie. Here we go. Mm. Single lane in. <laughs> we got a party 
just some good Beastie Boy stuff. Mm, good stuff. Good stuff. And then the last song was, um, have you started Peacemaker on HBO Max? No. Okay. Fucking hilarious. Fucking funny ass show. <laughs> um, the beginning of the show is a dance montage to this song okay. with the cast and it's okay. fucking hilarious. So do you really want to, do you really want to taste it? Is this a real song or was it just for the show? It's just for the fucking okay, show. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's just for the fucking show. Like, I, you, you honestly should just Google uh, um, Peacemaker intro. It's f- pretty fucking funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, it just basically sets the tone for the entire show. So, And that song um, fucking gets stuck in my head every time I watch that goddamn show. <laughs> that's funny. Pretty hilarious. Pretty hilarious. So yeah, um, we have eleven songs so far on our playlist. About thirty-eight minutes, thirty-seven minutes long. So yeah, we just keep adding to this shit. So, good times. Uh, good times. You talk about these movies. Yeah. So we uh, we're surprising you guys a little bit because we're hitting you with a double feature. Uh, we're hitting you with. Um, Encanto, which we were originally supposed to do before the insane mishap that uh, Miss Chiba had. And then while we were um, setting back up, we thought, well, hey, I'll, let's watch the eyes. Since there was laying Man. around watching a bunch of movies anyway. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. we're, we're TV holics, apparently. So we decided I've been to, wanting watch, to watch this one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The eyes of Tammy Faye. So which one do you want to start with? We'll start with Encanto. OK. Um, you got to play the music. Uh. Oh yeah, I'm a. Hold on. Uno, two, tres, four. Yo, it's the Goody Squad. Goody Squad 139. Chiba. Hey. He's X. Hey. Hey, girl. Okay. Hey. Anyway. Hey. So you watched Encanto? Oh, uh, Disney God. Plus. Yes. I thought it was Pixar. It's not. It's Disney, huh? No, it's a it's a straight up Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost can't tell the difference anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting to the point where it's a little uh, that that line is kind of murky. I mean, I guess uh, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't same, really same umbrella the same anyway. difference, right? But yeah, I definitely thought it was also a Pixar movie. It's not, but... This is a movie about a... Are they Colombian? I forget. Yep. <laughs> Colombian family. Yep. The Magic House. It's and... pretty cool. It's colorful. It's pretty. It's not as pretty as Coco. But it was. I thought it was colorful and pretty. No, but I think I, I think it's important that uh, they, they, they did this... 
you know, yeah, Coco's going to be Coco. But the thing is, I'm glad that they can go to uh, other, you know, Spanish-speaking countries and shit um, yeah. and kind of, like, immerse themselves. Other brown that. people. Another brown people, you know, yeah. it, it, we're all not just Mexican folks. We're, there's I almost wish people. I would have got a little bit more. See, I barely realized it was they were Colombian. Like I said, I wish I would have got a little like Coco was very much the history and the, you know, uh, yeah. learned about the culture and the yeah. country and stuff like that. I wish I would have learned a little bit more about Colombia, maybe some of okay. their, uh, you know, um, traditions or things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Customs. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I think that, that the way that they were kind of like, doing that was mostly through the fashion in the movie mm-hmm. uh but I, I get what you're saying like yeah yeah like so, yeah it was all very pretty and done very well and i didn't didn't mind the songs at all it was fun oh my um, god the songs are catches all fun. so it's about it's about a family that lives in a magical house takes care of them as long as they take care of the house and the community and the people and stuff and everybody that was in the family has got a special gift except what was her name mirabel except mirabel i felt or, bad for her mirabel I, I felt like she was shunned well she was, regulated to the kids room just because she didn't get a gift yeah and well you know because grandma you know when they had her ceremony and and she didn't get a gift i think grandma ended up resenting her more so than kind of embracing like okay well why not uh you know so only to but she had such a positive attitude about it oh man and and she was so positive about her family even though like Mm -hmm. one of her older sisters like annoyed the shit out of her Mm -hmm. because she was so prissy and flowery but (laughs) You know, she she was very proud of her family and very proud of of them, the gifts and stuff. And, you know, she she busts into uh, the 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 opening song here. I'll play a little bit because this gets played a lot. Introduces all the uh, family members and their gifts and stuff. I did like the house. Doors. I think the house is my favorite character. It's our home. We've got every generation. So full of music, a rhythm of its own design. This is my she sounds very white, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. She no. sings white. <laughs> Dude, that's like, I love this actress. This is, uh. Oh, I know she's not, but I mean, it's almost like she had to, like, whitewash herself. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, just the voice, just to. Oh, I thought she just had to, like, kid it up a little bit. She's. There's I, no I accent. Feel, I want to hear an accent. Uh, I feel like she sounds like cousins of mine, man. Oh. <laughs> so, like, I, I, said, I hear she, she sounds very whitewashed to me, though. Oh, no, not to me. I, I hear it. Um, But this actress who does who's playing Mirabelle is uh, Rosa on Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I fucking love her. <laughs> um, And that's why coffee is for grown-ups. <laughs> We hear this a lot at, at here, apparently, but um, yeah, it's really cute. And one of her cousins is 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 we don't talk about Bruno, um, which uh, I don't know if you heard, but that song has now become the biggest Disney <laughs> song, and it passed uh, "Let It Go" and whatever. Holy cow! Really? That's song. funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, right See, now. That's funny because I thought Lin Manuel Miranda. I thought for sure he was Bruno. Because I was like, eh, he's in everything. He's they put him in, but I was very happy to find out later it was John Leguizamo. Yeah, I loved him. yeah. I, he just, I mean, he wrote the songs and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, for the most part, it's it's a bunch of other people uh, voicing it and singing and stuff. But uh, so yeah, it's 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 cute. I love the 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 story that 
you know, she's still kind of longing to have that. And then only to find out that, you know, just because her family has these gifts doesn't mean that they're not like human too. Mm -hmm. And, and, and also feel the pressure of living under grandma's roof, you know, trying to be perfect, you know, Luisa being strong and Isabella, you know, being flowery and shit, (laughs) um, you know, so with all that pressure going on, like they have that uncle Bruno who's disappeared because, you know, anything that he, he, you know, foretold was usually bad news. Um, only to find out that he's been living in the house in the walls for the entire time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I was going to say, why didn't a whispering girl or the girl looking here? Couldn't she hear him? Well, the house is magical. So I'm, I'm assuming that she didn't hear him because the house being magical, like she couldn't hear through the magic, maybe because like each room that they have, mm. um, you know, with the gift is kind of catered to that gift. So the little boy who gets his gift of talking to animals gets a very pretty cool gift. gift. That was a gift I want. Yeah. And so Oh, hold on. My mom was trying to FaceTime me during the Nah. <laughs> um so yeah, every room is kind of catered to the, the the gift and stuff. But, you know, Luisa or I'm sorry, uh Mirabelle hel- helps them kind of realize that it's okay to like not be perfect and and that sort of thing and and Bruno ran away because of the fact that he foretold that Mirabelle was either going to keep the house together or the, and the family together or was just going to destroy it. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so the choice was ultimately hers. And uh, yeah, needless to say, everything works out in the end, but it, it's... <laughs> it is a Disney movie after all. I don't Disney think I don't think that's all. a spoiler. But I like the fact that we continue these movies that don't have to have the stereotypical bad guy the stereotypical mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like this was just a story of a girl trying to keep her family together and, and making their uh making their grandma realize that like hey you know what it's okay for us to not be perfect yeah you know so i i love that um yeah that about it but yeah i thought it, it's a great movie like even when we put it on the list and i'd already watched it i wanted to watch it again put it on in the back yeah i'm sure i'll watch it again yeah i think it's it's definitely a a, a I mean, it's too, too bad it wasn't based around the holidays, so that I had a perfect excuse to watch it again because, you know, like yeah. Coco, I'm going to watch every year. Yeah. So I I would love your opinion on this. Um, uh, let me see. How, how do I want to start this? So we us and, a, and a, one of our favorite couples to get together with who have, you know, uh, kids, they have daughters. Um Last year, we dressed up as the Adams family all together with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, I was like, with the adults, if it's just the adults, like we end up doing something adultish with, it's highly unlikely. I thought, okay, well, let's dress up as what we do in the shadows. <laughs> you know, I think that would be a good one. Um, but, you know, when we do something with the kids, I'm like, let's all dress up as Encanto. I, like, it's a big-ass cast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... I thought that this idea was going to be like, fuck yeah. Um, but it broke out a discussion of like, if little white kids are dressing up like these characters, is that cultural appropriation for Halloween? Is it you appropriation know? or appreciation? Right. Which one is it? And so that was the debate on, you know, because. Because it's like, I'm trying to think, because it's like people don't really like 
people dressing up as Day of the Dead for Halloween because it's not a costume to them. Right. I mean, and like, okay, like you're saying, okay, so if you judge from the rest of these characters, you're putting on their clothes, which they wear every day, but is a costume to you. Right. It's a good question. It's, it's, it, we, we didn't know. So the it's right like, yeah, what can and can't you dress up as anymore then? Well, that's that's kind of what what we were trying to debate and figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's that kind of like, well, where's, not that we're asking where the line is because we know if it, if it feels insensitive, it's insensitive, but right. The, this is a, a, a very powerful, like strong woman movie led movie. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's strong female characters. There's guys in it, but for the most part, it's women because, mm-hmm. you know, usually in Brown cultures, like the women are usually the stronger ones. Let's just be fucking honest about mm-hmm. it. Um, so one of the daughters who's literally three years old, loves Mirabelle. Mm-hmm. strong sings you know blah 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 but she's a little white girl mm-hmm. so is because this kid is looking up to this character and looking up to her because she's strong and she loves the songs and she thinks she's cute you know is that cultural pro- appropriation if this three-year-old wants to dress up as her favorite character maribel i don't know i mean i don't think to the three-year-old it is but now the whole family is going to dress up you know if we were all mm-hmm. going to dress up Right. You know, I'm brown. Right. You but, can get away with it. <laughs> you know, my wife's Jewish and these other people are white. So, like, mm-hmm. it, does it is it become an issue at that point? Um, I don't know. It's it's the debate, and we still don't know how to answer that. So, so I, let me ask you a question. Okay, so let's say you're at home handing out trick or treat candy. Would you get offended if a bunch of white people showed up dressed up like a Cuban family? No, but Cubans, but Cubans look, I, I, I'm, I look like a white dude. Right? Like the shirts, you know, the shirts. The no, pockets, I know. The, the, the they, they got the Guayaveras on <laughs> yeah, with the hats yeah, yeah, and the cigars. Yeah. Cigar, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that like. Like, what if they were all rolled up? Like, you know, the hats, the cigars, the shirts, fucking sandals, like set up a little like cigar rolling station up or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Trying would to, you think that was fucked up or would you think it was funny? I think, yeah. yeah, I think it, to me, I think it would be funny, but that's just because Cubans look like, you know, there's Asian Cubans, there's white looking Cubans, <laughs> there's black Cubans, there's, you know, darker skinned uh-huh. Cubans. Like we are very like, we're not a like a, a culture that has just one specific look of a person. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't feel like it would. But I, you know, if I saw it out the wild, it's like, oh, look at these white dudes selling fucking Cuban cigars. Yeah. But it's Halloween. I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. But then again, if like they had a buddy who showed up with a fucking poncho and sombrero, I'd be like, yeah, that's appropriation right there. Yeah. You know, so I, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a question that I ponder and it's a question that I don't know where the right, and wrong mm-hmm. answer is mm-hmm. i mean i i know what the right answer is when it comes to like dressing up as an american indian okay right like do not dress up as a native american for Christ or even like you said as a as a mexican in a sombrero or even as the day of the dead or anything like that right so yeah i don't know i i i like and i know i've said i don't know a lot but it's <laughs> I'm, I'm perplexed i'm perplexed yeah. I, I, with, with this one i'm not really sure so yep i put it up good luck there. with that <laughs> Yeah, good luck with that. I think we're all just going to be bloody vampires. <laughs> Come on, little kids. Let's dress up as bloody vampires. <laughs> oh, 
so i love this movie i it's in our rotation now if uh, the the soundtrack gets played a lot in the car when i drop little home slice off from to school and she loves singing the songs and doing the little like voice parts like to the side and shit you know like wait where are you going um yeah so i give this the one up nice i'm giving it a i'm giving it a three Okay. Like, I'm sure I'll watch it again. I probably not as often as some of the like again, probably is not often as Coco or some of the other ones that I like. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I did I definitely will watch it again. I do um I did really like Bruno's character. Like I said, I liked him even better once that I found out it was um John uh, Leguizamo. Oh, I just love him. He's just been rep- representing for the brown people for years. You yeah, know? his his uh I mean, but I knew it was him as soon as I heard him I'm like, hey, I know that voice. Mm-hmm. Like he's got I just assumed it was Lin Manuel Miranda because he's oh. every time there's a brown guy cast in a musical, it's fucking him. Well, I mean, he is he is our token now. <laughs> All right, here I, I I need to play a little bit of this song. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. But it was my wedding day. It was my wedding. song right <laughs> all right so the second movie we watched just because it's been sitting in my list for a while and i really wanted to watch it was the eyes of tammy Faye. wow uh starring jessica chastain on hbo as the infamous tammy Faye baker i thought she did an amazing job actually she looked Ooh. like her most of the damn time and sounded and like her sounded like her uh, like after a while that laugh was getting on my nerves because it was too close to her real laugh right um i mean i knew you know, we knew about the Jim Baker and we knew we got in trouble, stuff like that. I never really knew their whole story. I knew she was an LGBTQ icon, yep. but I didn't know why. I thought it was just because she looked like a drag queen. I didn't realize until this movie it was because she embraced them like back in the day when, yeah. you know, none of the, those religious creeps would. Yeah. Especially I didn't realize on, like, that. That was pretty cool. Shows and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like interviewing that guy who had AIDS. Like he was a gay preacher, a great yeah. Christian preacher. Who, yeah. That's what they were all claiming to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I thought it was a really good movie. I, I kind of lost myself in her character. I thought she did a really good job. I kind of wanted to know what more uh, Jim was up to, really. <laughs> I'm did like, he... it made me kind of go, I forgot he was the one with Tawny. Was it Tawny Katane? No, it was uh, Jessica Hahn. Jessica Hahn, yep. Sometimes I can't get them straight. Um, but I wanted more about what was uh, with him rolling around with the guy on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> right well that's that's the you know and they just briefly touched on the fact yeah. that there had been allegations that he might have had some uh some uh men's uh interactions right uh but they really just like glanced over it yeah they, they didn't push any buttons they're just like this is kind of what was said but yeah um she just 
came off so like wholesome. Like her mom's an asshole, mm-hmm. but she calls her mom because she's excited about shit. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. is she a little ditzy when the fact that she's calling her mom at two o'clock in the morning? Yeah, okay. Right. And nobody's dying. Don't call me at two o'clock in the fucking morning. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like she just meant well all the time. And then, yeah. like she kind of stayed on that path where um, obviously, you know, uh, Jim kind of may, maybe started that way, but he veered and just let shit get to his head. You know, the yeah, I mean, the naive, the naivety she passed off. It's like, was that real? Was she really that naive to not know that all that money and all that shit she was, you know, that she was living in and the air conditioned doghouse and shit was being paid for by partners, yeah. <laughs> parishioners? I mean, but, you know, I I can see where, you know, she grew up kind of like, you know, not well. I can see she, where she saw like the Falwells and the other families living yeah. like this. So she thought it was OK, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> and, it's crazy. Well, and the, and the, the shitty part was, is that she she's at a at a breaking point. She's pregnant. You know, her husband's just kind of like being distance is all fuck. And she has this music producer who's paying attention to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, they end up basically, excuse my language, dry humping. <laughs> but she's the bad guy because she was doing that. Not so much fucking Jim, right? Yeah, this is, this is before we found out Jim was uh, cheating on her anyway. Because yeah. he was setting this shit or his partner. That, yeah. that slimy partner. Dude. Yeah, and 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 just makes her just feel like shit about it, and makes her go on TV and and uh, oh yeah, ask for forgiveness and shit, which take responsibility up, and shit. Yeah. Andrew Garfield did a good job too. I think he did a good job oh, of making yeah. you hate him. Yeah, he Blimey played, dude. He played him really. Fucking and even well. fucking Vincent Dionafrio as Falwell. Dinofrio, I was like, I like yeah. him too. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's a good actor. It, it the all the entire cast was fucking great. Um, mm-hmm. Like just the. Her version of Tammy Faye was just fucking dead on. Yeah, it was trippy because there were times where I'm like, like looking for Jessica Chastain, yes, makeup and stuff, and I it was hard like, to find. It was hard, it was hard, to, hard find. to find. She, and it was funny how it went on later on. Like when we first saw her, she looked, you know, oh look, it's Jessica Chastain. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then by the end, you're like, and I like how they started off, and then we kind of went back to it. It started off with her in the makeup chair. It's like, oh nope, you're not going to get that off. That's permanent. Nope, that's oh, permanent yeah. too. It's like, oh my yeah. god. Which and then is... it was funny because I went to my husband, going, wasn't wasn't she on one of those like surreal life shows? I could have swore we saw her on that, and I had to Google it because they didn't talk about that. But yeah, in '94, it she ended up doing one of those. She was on the one with the fucking um Flavor Flav. No, she was on the one with Vanilla Ice and like Ron Jeremy and shit. Oh, I think wow. that was the season she was on. Yeah, yeah. They they didn't they didn't mention anything about that. No, but like I was did, like that's how I think that's what like I always knew about her, but I didn't get to know her until seeing her on that. Oh, interesting. So one of the one of those shows. Yeah, because I, I never know. watched any of her shit or anything. No, like I, so I just heard about her once the scandal broke out. I'm pretty sure I didn't know yeah, about her before that. I don't think. I think I did, but I, I it's not because we watched the show. It's just because you know um of that look. You know, she. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And and so here's the interesting thing about her life. So remember the guy in the in the in the in the movie, the guy that um, uh, Baker was pitching to invest in the uh, amusement parks. Yeah. And then she comes in and she's kind of all druggy being weird or whatever. And he ends up investing the money. She ended up marrying that guy. Yeah. After the fact. 
Yeah. I looked, I looked that up because I was like, yeah. And he's the one that paid off Jessica Hahn too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it's so weird. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very incestuous at that point. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember if, if, if when I looked her up, if she was married three times and I, or was it two, just the two? Because uh, she was with fucking Jim forever, and then she was with this guy until she died. And then I was yeah. like, shit, what did she die of? I don't remember. And I don't think the movie said anything about what she died from. I'm on her wiki. Wiki, 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 wiki. In 2004, she appeared in the second season of um, The Surreal Life with Ron Jeremy, Vanilla Ice, Tracy Bingham, Eric Estrada, and Eric Trishel Estrada. Cantanella. We call her Trashel. Trashel. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, death. Oh, she had cancer. Oh, uh, because I know, because I looked him up and he's still alive, remarried, still. Oh, her last thing. husband or Baker? Baker. Oh, and he didn't spend that much time in jail, huh? No. Didn't he come out and get, go right back at it too? Yeah. Yeah. He's still in it. Like, I think he took time off like within the last like year or so because he had a stroke or something. She died in 07. Yeah. But he he's still doing his thing. Doesn't look like him though. Tuh. Crazy. Like, who the fuck is this guy? I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know if I'd watch it again. I mean, I don't I, know. She was she did really good in it though. I almost did. I almost yeah. did. Um, if I was gonna put it on last night, but then ended up watching stuff that I'm like, oh, th there's a new episode of this on or whatever. <laughs> um, and then like at that point, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, ah, I can't put a movie on right now. But right. I think I'll watch it again. I think yeah. she did such she did an a really good job. job yeah. That, like I really hope that. As as we come up on a, you know, award season that she's uh, awarded and and um, you know gets accolades for that because she fucking like she owned it. Some it, she's there, there's two actresses right now that are fucking playing two real life people that I think are probably going to be in contention for shit. And that's her and um, uh, Kidman, Kit Nicole Kidman for Lucy. Mm -hmm. You know, I think. Those are your two top from the shit I've seen. I haven't seen mm -hmm, a lot mm -hmm. of shit, um, but out of those, like w just watching those two movies, like I, yeah, I, I feel like they're gonna be um, top runners for sure this year. So what do you what do you give this one? Oh, um, I liked it. I think I'm gonna give it a three. Also, a pew, pew, pew. yeah, I, I think I'm gonna agree with you. I think I'm gonna give it a three. Boop, boop, boop. Probably watch it again. Just yeah, she was good. Um, not a like add to the rotation thing, but I right, I can see me at you know like just on appreciation of like the way that she portrayed this character, and it's a crazy story to begin with. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. My problem with with watching this movie was that uh, simultaneously I was watching the Righteous Gemstones, so there were parts that <laughs> kind of like yeah. intersected for me, and I was like. Wait, which movie was right, that right, the right. show or this movie? Right, it's it's a little too close to home sometimes with some of that. You're right. like, oh my god! All right, <laughs> good show. Right, too funny. But yeah, so what uh, what should we list for next? What are you in the mood for? Are um, you in the mood for a documentary, an action, a weird what the fuck's going on, a um? I'm gonna say documentary. Okay, then here's what I'm going to have you watch. Okay. I think we kind of talked about it before. Uh, three Identical Strangers. I think it's on the Hulu. Three Identical Strangers. Let me see where it's streaming. It's on. I think you can watch it on the, it's on the Hulu. It's on Hulu. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what we'll watch next then. Um, yeah. I, uh, I haven't watched it in a while, so I'll watch it again. Okay. And this came out uh, last year? This year? No, this came out in 2018. Okay. So it's been a while. Okay. And I think we've talked about it, but luckily, you know. I'll give you the yeah the basic concept. It's about three um three guys who uh I think around the age of eighteen realized they were um three identical brothers, but they were all raised in different adopted families. Got it. Okay. Yeah. We but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't know each other existed. Got it. Um. Yep. That's what we're watching. I'm okay. Wait. It. There's another. You have a choice. There's Ooh. two documentaries we have on the list. There's this one, oh. or okay. also on Hulu, is uh Roller Dreams about the roller skating scene in venice um let's 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 do this other one first all right we just kind of did a roller skating one not that long ago truth and it was a documentary <laughs> <laughs> uh but I, I we'll do it we'll just we'll just um put some time we'll keep it on the list yep 100 all right sounds good cool i am going to go lay back in bed yeah, I think I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna <laughs> take a like I did. We did all of our chores and shit yesterday, so today is a nothing day. So I'm gonna lay down, nice. take a little nap, blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm like, oh, is there anything I have to do? So the last two weeks, I took I was doing part time, and this week I said I'd go back to full time. I wasn't doing my air shifts just because I was like I wasn't getting great sleep. I was tired, you know. Yeah. So I'm doing it this week, but I I still can only do everything kind of one handed. <laughs> yeah, pace yourself. Yeah, I'm like, don't give me any orders to put in or anything like that. I yeah, a lot of typey type like. stuff. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I can't yeah. do typey type. I can't typey type right now. Ugh. What a pain in the ass. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, um, Goody Squad out. Peace out. Catch you on the flip side. Do you really want it? Paste it.